from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Father Hank van Meijl. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from Alice and Joseph Augustine from, Tron from London, Ontario. This Mass is offered in loving memory of their son, Tony Augustine, on the third anniversary of his passing. Tony was a loving, kind, and devoted son to his parents. The loss of Tony has been for his parents a source of great sadness. May he have eternal rest in God's loving arms. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And as we have placed ourselves before the Lord on this Wednesday before the Holy Tridium, recalling that we are weak, that we need God's guidance. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners, Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who willed your Son to submit for our sake to the yoke of the cross, so that you might drive from us the power of the enemy. Grant us, your servants, to attain the grace of the resurrection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The servant of the Lord said, the Lord God has given me the tongue of a teacher, that I may know how to sustain the weary with a word. Morning by morning he wakens, wakens my ear to listen as those who are taught. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious. I did not turn backward. I gave my back to those who struck me, and my cheeks to those who pulled out the beard. I did not hide my face from insult and spitting. The Lord God helped me, helps me. Therefore, I have not been disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint. And I know that I shall not be put to shame. He who vindicates me is near. Who will contend with me? Let us stand up together. Who are my adversaries? Let them comfort, confront me. It is the Lord God who helps me. Who will declare me guilty? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, in your great love, answer me. 
It is for your sake that I have borne reproach, that shame has covered my face. I have become a stranger to my kindred, an alien to my mother's children. It is yield for your house that has consumed me. The insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. Lord, in your great love, answer me. Insults have broken my heart so that I am in despair. I look for pity, but there was none, and for comforters, but I found none. They gave me poison for food, and for my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. Lord, in your great love, answer me. I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify him with thanksgiving. Let the oppressed see it and be glad. You who seek God, let your hearts revive. For the Lord hears the needy, and does not despise his own that are in bonds. Lord, in your great love, answer me. Praise to you, Lord, King of eternal glory. Praise to you, Lord, King of eternal glory. Hail to you, our King. You alone showed mercy for our sins. Praise to you. Of eternal glory. The Lord be with you. Amen. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. One of the twelve who was called Judas Isaacet went to the chief priest and said, what will you give me if I betray Jesus to you? They paid him 30 pieces of silver. And from that moment, he began to look for an opportunity to betray him. On the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying, where do you want us to make the preparations for you, for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, My time is near. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. So that the disciples did, did as Jesus had directed them. 
and they prepared the Passover meal. When it was evening, Jesus took his place with the twelve, and while they were eating, he said, Truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. And they became greatly distressed and began to say to him, one after another, Surely not I, Lord. He answered, The one who has dipped his finger into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to the one by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be, have been better for that one not to have been born. Judas, who betrayed him, said, Surely not I, Rabbi. Jesus replied, You have said so. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As we find ourselves between uh, uh, Palm Sunday and, of course, the Tridium, the suffering of Jesus, we have here of the betrayal of Jesus by Judas. Uh, and he sells everything for a little bit money. And it's, it's so, uh, even in our own world, money buys everything. We just have, money buys even justice. We just have to read the newspaper and we read the high profile cases. And if you have enough money, you can buy a team of lawyers who can, uh, can straighten up what is wrong into the right and what, what is right into the wrong. And sometimes uh, I say to myself, where is the justice? And even on a micro level, I so often see misjustice. Uh, that someone who's let go, say, of a job for stealing, and yet he still can turn around and sue for, for more money. It, I see this, these things all the time. And it's just a matter of getting a right lawyer. And lawyers are plenty plenty of lawyers who will take it on for some money and turn things around. Vis-a-vis, -vis, there's also many good lawyers, by the way. But this is our world. And so uh, I learned long ago, if there's a dispute, if you can, make a deal before it goes to the judge. A judge who's not even Christian, who would not care about justice, probably. And maybe my words are a little bit too strong, but it seems like that's often how it goes. And so when we go to the first reading of Isaiah, we have that theology of the suffering servant. The servant suffering. And uh, our reading of Isaiah 50 was called actually Deutero Isaiah. It was written during the, the exile, the Babylonian exile. And initially, the suffering servant, the experts tell us, uh, I read many books, and so the, the experts tell us that initially the suffering servant was that the whole community of Israel, the Jewish community, was the suffering servant. But that became more individualized. And of course, the early Christian community right away knew, could see Jesus as the suffering servant who died for our sins on, on uh, Good Friday. And so the suffering servant, it is something for us to pray with. Um, we often can be suffering servants. We're called to be suffering servants in our life, in our families, at work, where we are, wherever we are. 
and suffer we will, if we like it or not. Uh, I'm just thinking, actually, I'm backing up a little bit. I'm thinking of a lawyer I was dealing with for spiritual direction, and he really was suffering. He really was suffering over and over again, and he went around and around. And I said to him at one point, I said, are you dealing with a kind of dirty business, like mafia business? And he said, yes. I said, you got to stop it. And he said, I can't. I cannot. Because I like the nice things in my life, my house, my holidays, and so on. I don't know what has happened to him, but probably not much good. And the same with Judas. He sold it all. And of course, we know he committed suicide. It will, what goes around comes around. Uh, and so, but nevertheless, we will suffer in this world as parents, as, as leaders, as wherever we find ourselves, we will suffer. And uh, in the first reading, uh, Isaiah talks about setting, I will set my face like flint. Set my face like flint. I harden my face in the face of persecution and of persecution which we can find in our families in our workplaces. So much pain, so much we have to endure or to learn to endure. And the more we suffer actually, and the more we can bring it to God, the more we will also endure. And to, it's about listening to our heart. God who leads us through the hard times. And this is something, of course, we have to learn. Uh, I can imagine uh, how the, the parents uh, of our sponsor today who pray for their son, for the reposed soul of the son, Tony Augustine, who died three years ago, how they must have felt when the son died. Everything they loved, and there it goes. Sons are not supposed to die when their parents are alive. And so when we see Psalm 69, therefore, is such a beautiful psalm, right in the middle between the readings. And our response was, Lord, in your great love, answer me. That's that, 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 uh, that crying for help uh, in our suffering. And Psalm 69 is such a beautiful psalm. It, you could also compare it to Psalm 22, where God says, or Jesus says, it's, it's uh, in the Passion, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And Psalm 69, likewise, looking, why have you basically let me down, God? But when we looked at those Psalms, yes, it's a cry for help, but it's also a, 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 a profession of faith. And in our Psalm today, it, it ends our last stanza, I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify him with thanksgiving, even in suffering, to continue to put God first, to know that God always tries to bring good out of bad. And we often uh, don't realize that, and especially when we're suffering, that uh, there is sunshine after a rainy day, that God always is trying to bring good out of bad. And so to embrace our suffering and to leave it in God's hand. And God always will be working. 
moving little things, little things at a time, but making a difference. Amen. So let us bring our prayers before the Lord. Let us pray for those in the Daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intention book, especially those seeking a deeper awareness of God in their life this Lenten season. We pray to the Lord. Lord. With Pope Francis, we pray this month for the spread of peace and nonviolence by decreasing the use of weapons by states and citizens. We pray to the Lord. Lord. As we enter the Easter Tridium, we pray for all who feel neglected, that they may find strength in the life and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We pray to the Lord. We pray for all Christian communities who struggled through the COVID pandemic, that they will experience rejuvenation during this upcoming Easter season. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for these prayers and the prayers in the silence of our own hearts, we lift them up to you, Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquities. Cleanse me of my sins. Thank you. Pray, my sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands and praise the glory of his name for our good and all of his church. Receive, O Lord, we pray, the offerings made here and graciously grant that celebrating your Son's passion and mystery, we may experience the grace of its effects through Christ, O Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For through the saving passion of your Son, the whole world has received a, a heart to confess the intimate power of your majesty, since by the wondrous power of the cross, your judgment on the world is now revealed and the authority of Christ crucified. And so, Lord, with all the angels and saints, we too give you thanks as in exaltation we acclaim. Oh, Lord. 
Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving you thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis or Pope, Thomas or, sorry, Francis or Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, the Blessed Joseph, our spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. And at the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, 
graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. And let us offer each other a sign of peace. the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. And may the body of Christ keep us safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, Come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Endow us, almighty God, with the firm conviction that through your Son's death in time, to which the revered mysteries bear witness, we may be assured of perpetual life through Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Please bow your heads for a final blessing. Grant your faithful, O Lord, we pray, to partake unceasingly of the Paschal Mysteries and to await with longing the gifts to come that preserving in the sacraments of their rebirth, they may be led by Lenten works to renewness of life through Christ, our Lord. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. 
Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass. We gather.